This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We just went over the over-unders for all the uh, the NFL teams there. Oh, that's the uh, ESPN pigskin win totals. You can go jump into that uh, little um yeah, adventure yeah, there. Interesting little tournament. Yeah, yeah, we should we should maybe create a little room in there for ourselves and have a little maybe have a little, little battle. Yeah, little thing against it. Maybe open it up for fans to do it as well. Maybe. Wow, you're getting really ambitious here. Yeah, you know, I mean, hey, if it's something like that that we can do and we don't have to track anything, it's already tracked for us. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Hey, I got no problem with that. Uh, <laughs> this leads me to a quick story I have to tell you. You're familiar with my son, young Michael, who's 15. Yes. And very sports-oriented, smart guy, could could easily do what I do for a living times 10 down the road. I mean, he's got all kinds of potential. Got all of his brains from his mother. That's uh, well, yeah, and looks, yes. <laughs> Lucky for him. So he takes it upon himself to contact my aunts, uncles, sister, parents, cousins, that he's going to organize a NCAA tournament bracket. But outside, like my dad and four others of us, <laughs> no one knew how to do it online. So Mike had them all fill it out, stick it in the mail with a check, and he had to write, chart them all down. Let's say that he's never going to do that again. Like it fall, <laughs> my 70-year-old you know, aunt just couldn't figure it out. And she, you know, she asked him things like, well, what if I don't want to pick a champion? And he's, he, you know, he just lost his mind. So <laughs> he will not do that again by hand. Okay, uh, anyway. what, I, what I thought we would do in this segment, Matt, we didn't really do this, is, is go over the first round mm-hmm. uh, of, of the draft and, and talk about this uh, and how it went, where, where it kind of went sideways, where things might have changed for the Steelers. Uh, so, so let's go ahead and do it. Because, you know, when it was all happening in real time and we were on the air, you really couldn't necessarily – got to reflect on these things too, yeah. to see trends and what teams are thinking and that type of thing too. Yeah, so Trayvon Walker goes one to the Jaguars. That wasn't a surprise. We all kind of knew that was going to happen. Uh, There's room th- for error there, though. That oh, might absolutely. not work out. Yeah, right. right. Same thing uh, with Aiden Hutchinson at two for, uh, out of Michigan goes to Detroit. Yeah. A safer pick, I think. I think he's, he's – you know what he is. Yeah, they ran it to the podium, which yeah. I'm sure that – you know. And honestly, the first seven names here are the right seven names. In some different orders, yeah. Yeah, I, I think right, this, right. The, the order the first, mattered. The first real surprise was Stingley at three by Houston over Ahmad Garner. Yeah, although like two days before the draft, I get it. it leaked like crazy. And I honestly think Stingley and Gardner are the best two players in the draft. Yeah. So I, I prefer Gardner because there's less risk, but I get it. You know, right. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's – yeah, then nobody's going to argue that those were – you know, because Gardner went next to the mm-hmm. Jets. I mean, those two belonged in those spots. A little nugget here, though, is, again, I thought Gardner was the best player in the draft, so I'm not blaming them. But because it's a Niners-Robert-Salah-type defense, I thought they would go pass rusher, Thibodeau, over corner, which then leads us to the Giants at five, who then take Thibodeau, and I think they would have rather gone corner with a Ravens-Wink-Martindale system. You know, so... There was no wrong answers, but I was a little shocked the Jets philosophically went for the cover guy instead of the pass rusher, and then that forced the Giants to do the same. 
because the Giants knew they were going to get a stud defensive player and an offensive lineman. So the fact that two corners are off the board when you go on the clock at five makes you say, well, I'm going to get a tackle at seven. They're all still there. Yeah. I might as well take the pass rusher here, even if I have a higher grade on Neil or Ekwanu. Right. So Thibodeau goes then to the Giants at five. Ekwanu goes at six to the Panthers. That's where everybody was thinking, well, Kenny Pickett could go at six. Mm -hmm. And I, I honestly thought that somebody would look to trade up perhaps with the Panthers thinking that maybe things would go similar to this. And so one of those teams that was sitting there that maybe wanted, a, you know, a stud, you know, the, the, we want to get the, the best offensive lineman in this draft. Mm -hmm. Maybe they go up to six to do that. And if, yeah. the, if the Panthers were thinking quarterback there, they might trade back a little bit and still take their quarterback. See what we'll never know, but I don't think is crazy to say is Kenny Pickett could have been in the Panthers' top six. Overall. No doubt. No doubt. You, you know what I mean? But, but I think they got I'll bet Ekwanu is definitely is in their top three. I bet he's one. Very, very well could have been one, yes. Right, right. I mean, they're not going to any of those defensive players probably. I bet he's one. Yeah, you might be right there because they, they weren't taking a cornerback. Probably not, right. Their, their pass rush is good. Their you pass know, rush is good. Yeah. Right, right. So you so yeah you may be you won. may very well be right um, you know so that was that to me I I thought the Saints might be a team that would move up to get one of those offensive tackles since they had the two picks mm -hmm. and they got you know, they we'll talk about them in a minute but yeah I have some things to say about them but they did move up for a lot of it you know right right Evan Neal then goes at seven to the Giants which is a slam dunk easy one and, yeah and you do the math when you're at five going we're going to get Aquanu or Neal so great. Then the, the Falcons take Drake London out of USC, the wide receiver. They have a, a wide receiver body type that they seem to like. They like the tall, lanky yeah. guys. They do. I mean, going back to Julio, you know, I mean, there's certainly a type back there. back before that Roddy White. Yeah, yeah good point. Um, I, London's not the eighth best player in the draft for me, but London and Pitts for the next five years or so, is something to build on. You know, that's a nice nest piece for the next, next quarterback. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, then Charles Cross goes at nine to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the people saying that, oh, Charles Cross's stock is draft dropping. You saw him going in the twenties and things like that. That wasn't happening. No, <laughs> I thought they might, you know, think their own way and go penning the bruiser over the pat over the uh, pass blocker. But I think this is clearly the, an easy pick for them. Yeah. At 10, the Jets then go for Garrett Wilson. They were the team that was that was rumored to be really hot on Drake London. Supposedly, they put in a strong effort to get Debo with this pick, too. The 10th pick plus something, the Niners turned him down. You know, receivers are going quick here. Like, if you're the Jets, and obviously they like Jermaine Johnson and probably more than the rest of the league, I'm sure they looked at it like we have a corner and we have a, and we have a corner and we're not going to get receivers at the pace. These guys are starting to come off the board and they were been right. Cause receivers were, I don't say receivers are overdrafted, but this was a, an uncanny run between eight and like 18. Yeah. Because the next two picks were traded up for Chris Olave right. at 11 by the saints. That's not for me. Yeah. I don't get that one at all. Did you know Chris Olave has the same, uh, wingspan as um, Austin, who the Steelers took in the fourth round. And Austin is really 
Austin is five foot eight. And Olave's a small built guy. I mean, yeah. like I, I, this is where the commanders were originally. And I said this pre-draft, so I'm not talking out, out my butt here. I mean, I think Dotson and Olave are almost the same guy to me. And I, I might even rather have Dotson when it's all said and done. Um, I, I I need to find it on Twitter, but anybody could do it pretty easily. But when you look at the trades the Saints made, this one to get Olave, in addition to the pre-draft trade for the Eagles, it's an ungodly combined haul for Chris Olave. I mean, it's yeah multiple firsts and thirds and like holy cow and right for i will chris Olave. I, for chris Olave, i will throw this in and i didn't put two and two together on it i always think ohio state and the saints there's obviously a connection there but i guess the saints gm drafted brian hartline who's the ohio state wide receiver coach okay i mean so there's good intel okay. there well, in a picket like manner but that doesn't mean i love Olave at 11 for multiple first round picks no detroit then traded up at from the bottom of the of the first round uh, all the way up to, to 12 with the Vikings of all teams to get Jamison Williams. Yeah. And we thought that was going to be Willis or a quarterback, but the receiver run was real and these guys need real, you know, foundation pieces. I, I like that move for the Lions. Yeah. At 13, the Eagles trade up and take Jordan Davis getting ahead of Baltimore. My take on that is, the league loved Jordan Davis. It wasn't, he's just a nose that doesn't do anything else. I, right. I think he was coveted and the whole world knew it. If you were in the, in the Ravens draft room and you saw the Eagles do that and go up and get Jordan Davis, I know they got Kyle Hamilton with the next pick. Mm-hmm. Which one would you rather have Davis. for their defense? Davis. Cause they drafted Jones later. I mean, they're, they clearly, they showed yeah. that they had agree. A, a hole there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So that didn't exactly work out the way that I think that they wanted. No. I think um, Hamilton's a wonderful it, consolation Nice consolation prize. prize. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Especially because you had so many other picks in your back pocket when it happened to do other things. Yeah. So you could take a punter in the fourth round. <laughs> right, right. Uh, 15, Houston takes Kenyon Green. It's early. They traded up to do that too, right? No, they I, traded I, back. They, that was the oh uh, right, right, right. That was the uh, thirteen pick. They moved back and took Kenyon Green. So if they were going to do that, I get it. You could probably trade it back even farther and gotten Kenyon Green, especially with Zion still on the board too. I mean, yeah. is there a discernible difference between those guys? I, I agree with that. Um, I heard Lance Zerline, who's a Houston guy, on the air today saying Kenyon Green was his like twenty fifth best player or whatever, but he said. This team needs to run the football. You know, they drafted a back. We didn't know that at the time in the first round, but for them to be successful, they have to create some kind of running game. So I guess that kind of adds up. Yeah. Uh, it's 16 M Washington, which moved back takes Jahan Dotson again, early, but, but <laughs> you're not going to get him in the second round. Yeah. And, the receivers are dried up. Yeah. They're flying off the board. I think he's a really good player. Like I would have considered him a 20. It's 17. The Chargers kind of go off the board here a little bit. Everybody said, oh, they're, they're taking a tackle. They got to get a tackle. They, get, they take Zion Johnson at 17. And you brought this up a few times. Does that mean Filer goes to right tackle? That's the beauty of Matt Filer. Maybe. I mean, they, hey, they could play Zion Johnson at right tackle, too. They could. They could. Right. 
I mean, I just he, said played left tackle. He was the best, last year. best, yeah, best O lineman on the board, you know. So they just grabbed him. smart, you know? physical, all that stuff. Yeah, little yeah. undersized. That's the only the only problem. So yeah, I mean, th- I think you you look at it, so we could either bump Filer out there or we can put the Zion Johnson out there. Either way, Zion Johnson's a 10, 12 year starter in the NFL. He's gonna be a good player. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He was one of the safer picks in this draft in the first round. At 18, the Titans move up, but not for a quarterback. The Titans move up. Well, this is where they traded A.J. Brown. This is where they traded A.J. Brown. Yeah. And they take his replacement, Traylon Burks. And they're hoping to God that it's Stefan Diggs for Justin Jefferson. Yeah. No. Chances of that happening are about (laughs) 1%. Not that I hate Burks. Don't get me wrong. I would consider Burks a 20, but. Yeah, that that Jefferson Diggs trade is a rarity, folks. So all that wide receiver movement ahead of the Steelers with no quarterbacks taken, they're sitting there right now going, okay, we're going to get our guy probably. Unless their guy was Burks or Wilson or and I don't think it, I don't think it was. I mean, the next receiver off the board is all the way at 34. Right. So – if receiver was in your plan at 20, well, you got to change that plan. Yeah. Uh, the next pick for the Saints end was Trevor Penning, putting the Steelers on the clock. Of course, we know they took Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. And the people were saying the Steelers, well, they could have moved down and taken Kenny Pickett. You don't know that then, though. You don't know that. because, And you still don't know that now. Right. It, you know, if you start looking, um, there are some teams there that could have jumped up and taken Pickett. I mean, I think there's a very good chance that the basically the entire league had him as quarterback one, and then there was a gap. And if that's true, he's not going to last much longer. No. He may not be the next pick, but he wouldn't have lasted that much longer. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs the Chiefs came up and uh, took Trent McDuffie at 21. Now, if maybe you t- if you wouldn't have taken Pickett, would you have taken McDuffie? Looking at the the, the picks after that, I still would consider Daxton Hill. I would have considered Daxon Hiller. McDuffie's again, I I I I look at him and Zion Johnson, Trent McDuffie yep, and Zion yep. Johnson. I say those guys are almost the same. They're they're bust proof, I think. I agree. And I always say no whammies in round one. Well, those guys aren't whammies. Yeah. Know? I mean, they're gonna be good football players. Maybe they'll never be all pro or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna be very solid, above average starters in the NFL. I like that pick for the Chiefs, though, too. I think yeah. they traded up to get them. They traded up, they moved up to get them. So the Steelers mm-hmm. probably could have traded down with Kansas City. But did you want to go all the way down to 29? That allows a lot of gaps for people to jump you. To jump. All those bad second-round teams could have traded a first-round pick next year, you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not making that move. If Kenny Pickett's your – he's your best guy. And on the Steelers' board, I'm going to bet – I think on my final board, I think I had Kenny Pickett at 13. I believe somewhere okay. in that range. So if you get 13 to 20, you're happy. Yeah. Um, you can take yeah. that every year, whoever yeah. 13 is. Um, we mentioned McDuffie. Quay Walker, then the surprise pick at 22 by the Packers, who traded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I assume they would have liked to take a receiver despite their history. Yeah. But there's uh, no chance. There was no, nobody left. Yeah. No. The Bills then moved up to get Kyrie Elam. Now, maybe the, maybe you'd look at going back to 25 where the Bills were at. Maybe. Maybe. If, maybe they preferred McDuffie and wanted to get to 20, maybe. Yeah. 
you know, hypothetical. But again, Elam's another one, really smart guy. That's going to be a solid pick for them. Yeah. But if, if Pickett's your guy, you don't want to go back to 25. And again, give one of those teams at the, at the top of the second round an opportunity to get ahead of you. Um, yeah. 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 24, Dallas takes Tyler Smith. Little, uh, we did a uh, on our podcast today, we go in division by division. Today was the first one, and we did Dallas. So I did a little more research. I don't dislike the pick, don't get me wrong. But the big negative on him, despite being raw, but going hand in hand with him being raw, a lot of penalties for Tyler Smith. Yes. Well, Dallas was the most penalized team in the league last year by far. And they go get the mo- the penalty machine on the offensive line. Like, yeah. Well, a lot of that was Con- Connor McWilliams or whatever. Uh, Connor Williams, yeah. Connor Williams had like right. 17 penalties last year. Well, Smith might have 18 this year. Yeah. So he traded one penalty. <laughs> Uh, at 25, then the Ravens with no receivers on the it, there, there's nobody there. The wide receiver position you're going to take no five, so they they're take not taking Watson over yeah. him or Pickens is the one I bet people kicked around though. I mean that's yeah. not being a homer, but I yeah I mean that that if they, if Pickens fell there, I would have been like oh that makes sense. Take 25. Yeah, uh, they take Tyler Linderbaum instead. Um, again, a good football player. Has mm-hmm. to be in the right fit. Uh, that's a good offense for him to be in. I agree. Because they're not going to, you know, they're not going to throw the ball. You know, Tyler Linderbaum to the Chiefs, for example. Everybody's talking about, you know, last year mm-hmm. what the, the Chiefs did at center with Creed Humphrey. Tyler Linderbaum would not fit with the Chiefs at all. Nor the Bills. Or, or the Bills. Know, right. Or these teams, yeah, are, right. you know, they want to throw the ball 45 times a game. He's no, going to get run over on his way to the quarterback. <laughs> You know, you put Cam Hayward over top of Tyler Linderbaum, and he's going to throw him into the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be an issue, especially a long run. Cam would be like the worst matchup for him. Oh, he'd which, bull rush him a whole way back. Which still the Ravens happen. are. I say the Ravens <laughs> are going to throw the football against the Steelers in the next couple of years at some point. Yeah. Um, at twenty six, the Jets get Jermaine Johnson. People were talking about Jermaine Johnson. He's going to go higher than than people think. He went lower than I think a lot of people think. Here's what I heard about that after the fact was everyone had him as like the ninth, 10th player on their big board because it was a pretty poor secret that the Jets and the Seahawks love this guy. Yeah. And neither one took him, but maybe only two teams love this guy. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. And that they, was their, that's where they were picking at. So everybody just assumed. They said he didn't interview particularly well either. Okay. 27. Jacksonville trades up to take Devin Lloyd. Lloyd's a good player. He's worth that pick. I don't know if that's a move I would have made. They signed the Falcons linebacker, whose name I can't pronounce, to a lot of money. And then a couple rounds later, they drafted a linebacker. Like, I know they just need good football players and leaders, but they need everything, too. No, I agree. Uh, 28, then the Packers take Devontae Wyatt, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. It's a pretty nice pair of Georgia front seven guys. Yeah. At 29, after moving back, the Patriots take Cole Strange. Talk about strange Strange. Picks. Strange days. Um, people are strange. Uh, the um, So, I'm going to give Belichick the benefit. For this. I'm, I'm Belichick's lawyer on this one. And I'm going to say – well, we would have taken Kenyon Green or Zion. We didn't expect to be on the third guard by 29. We had already traded down once. 
Do you remember 10 years ago when Travis Frederick went 31 and everyone killed him, but if he'd have went 33, nobody would have cared, and he went on to many Pro Bowls. And that's all swell. But I don't think Cole Strange is that guy, though. I don't think Cole Strange is that guy. And I like Cole Strange. but Right. I mean, he's around later. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I have a problem with that. Uh, at 30, the, the Chiefs then take George Karloftis. That's probably an easy pick for them, yeah. unless they considered reaching on a receiver. 31, the Bengals go Dax Hill. Who we good like. Va- good value there. Yep. Um, they they Mike Hilton's making a lot of money. Yes. See, that's interesting to me, too. He's like, not well, going to be the plug and play slot. I want to see. I wanna yeah, I want to see what they do because they drafted three safeties. Yes. Last Part of me checked, he only played maybe three at most, and one of them's a franchise player. And, one and of the they've best got a franchise. Yeah, they've right. got a franchise. Uh, you know, they franchise to free safety. So one of the, the one of these guys is going to play cornerback. Right. What's his, the Nebraska guy to me is more corner than safety. Well, but he's played they, it. Yeah. him at safety. Yeah. Um, does that mean they don't think they can keep Bates or they're not going to offer him a, a real contract, you know, a year from now, will this look better? And it also crossed my mind because I had penciled them in as a corner. I thought they'd be an Elam booth, one of those type of guys. As much as we love Dax Hill, maybe that's what they think of him. Maybe they think he's just an outside corner despite being called a safety. Yeah, no, that could certainly maybe. be the case. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or you just, again, throwing a bunch of guys at, at, at one position that was a problem for you. And hoping it gets better. Um, Give me the best defensive back on the board. Yeah. Yeah. At 32, then, the Vikings would move back, take Lewis Seen. Which I have no problem with. I thought he was a really good player, too. Yeah. You know, so, and they have a lot of picks at this point. They moved back substantially. They were, what, 12 to 32? They went through from 12 to 32. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they know more is to come. So, just give me a leader and a tough guy. That works for me. Yeah, so that's the first round. Uh, some surprises there, uh, kind yeah. of looking at how things went there. Matt and I are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do something that's a little even more in Matt's wheelhouse. Ooh. We're going to give you who are the top uh, fantasy guys in terms of uh, dynasty Ooh, okay. coming out of this draft. We'll do that when we come back right after this. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> 